everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds. I'm joined by Joe Wilson, which means you know we got a hockey pod incoming. And Joe, we actually have some news. Not just like talk about the playoff games. There are some things going on in the middle of June. How crazy is that? Pretty crazy. So, uh, listen, Ryan Nugent Hopkins just signed a deal. Um, you got some NHL awards. Obviously, you got the Stanley Cup. We're going to talk about all of that on today's episode. Uh, so, I'm pretty excited. Even though, you know, me and Joe, we just spent probably 12 plus hours with each other over the past two days at work. You know, we're just out here grinding, overcoming incompetence, just like everybody else does at their job. <laughs> you know, turning a one and a half hour task into a seven hour task because we're unorganized and inefficient, but that's neither here nor there. So listen, I'm ready. I know he's ready. And before we start, it's the same usual things I'm going to tell you. So number one. Uh, let's start with a different order, because if you're on YouTube, I'm going to need you to subscribe out here. All right, like we get a decent amount of views, but none of you subscribe. What's wrong with you? You wait for me and Joe to text you to watch the video? Like, yo, you're supposed to be our friends. Just subscribe to it. Like, come on. What are we doing out here? Or if you're friends with Lou, like I know Lou's friends suck, but like you could at least hit the subscribe button. It takes two seconds to do it. Uh, that's number one. Number two, if you're a strict audio listener only... Uh, and you're on Apple, Spotify, etc. Feel free to rate and review, follow, subscribe to the podcast. It would really help us out if you did so. Uh, once again, hitting the subscribe and follow button takes all of five seconds. So, like, help a guy out out here, you know? Uh, so this way we don't have to spam you. Like, hey, because you ask us, like, oh, did you drop a podcast yet? Well, maybe if you subscribed, you would know. Eh, how about that? What an idea. Um... Check out the website, beakbrands.com. Got written content up there. We're recording this on a Wednesday, uh, like we normally do. Uh, so this will be out on the website as well. Written content is there. I see our friends on the Twitter machine, big fans of the Fantasy Baseball Waiver Wire column every week. So if you're interested in that, check out the website. Normally drops on Thursday or Friday of the week. Um, and follow Beak Brands on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. All right. Uh, Twitter and Facebook, like we've said before on the show, automatically post things the second they're posted. So if you are one of those instant gratification people and you need the information right this second, uh, those might be the platforms for you. And obviously, if you want to interact with me and Joe over here, uh, Instagram would be the place to be for that. So I'm at Tim Ferdinand. He's at Joe Wilson 24 two e's on the joe um i'm ready so let's hop right into it so first thing ryan nugent hopkins big contract for nhl standards um eight years which is a very long time number one and he got a decent amount of money 41 million so joe where do you stand on the ryan nugent hopkins contract extension I thought the price for his contract was pretty fair. I mean, he has four 20-goal seasons. He put up, what, like like 60-something points last season, had uh, 40-something points in, like, 50-something games this season. So I thought the price wasn't too bad. I just thought eight years for a 28-year-old player, I believe he is, I just I thought that was a bit much. 
And I thought making that signing right now is like maybe just did it to get out of the way, but I feel like Edmonton has a lot bigger issues that they need to handle than Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, so when I first it actually happened yesterday when we got out of work. Um, and I like saw it initially and I was like, What is happening? I was like dazed and confused, you know, it was like a hundred degrees. We just did manual labor for like six hours and I like couldn't think straight. So I'm like, Yeah, let me not look at it for a while and then come revisit it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I I guess oh, yeah. I agree, you know, the money is fair. But, like, am I really about to give eight years to Ryan Nugent Hopkins? Like, I don't think I would do that. Yeah, I don't know if I'd do that either. Probably wouldn't do that, honestly. <laughs> Maybe, like, four, four or five max. Because I feel like the rest he's, like, a solid player, but he's not, like, like awesome or anything. Yeah, it's not like he can do it all by himself. Like, he needs, like, talented people to be with, I feel like. Yeah, and uh, we have some stats to back that up in case you're, like, one of these Edmonton Oiler fans that may or may not listen to this. Uh, he's a negative 48 player for his career. Uh, and Joe brought up before, like, yeah, that's what happens when you play for the Edmonton Oilers. But, even like, they made the playoffs this year. He was minus four. They made the playoffs two years ago. He was minus 13. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just don't know if I'm sold on him. Like, I get it. He's, like, solid. But, like... Been there since he's 18, like, 10 years now. Okay, yeah. Guess they just want to lock him up for the rest of his career, I guess. I guess so. I don't know. I feel like if I was Edmonton, I'm like, listen, we need to... get two of, like, the best five to ten players in the league and dry side on mcdavid like why don't we just get depth and a good defense so that we could actually go on a run that's what i was gonna say yeah the reason they can't win in the playoffs is their defense sucks and their goaltending is hit spotty yeah very spotty i agree with that statement and now we're out here giving ryan nugent hopkins 41 million dollars in a salary cap league and if you're not a big hockey guy and you're casual so like at hunter arm right here who listens to us from time to time he's not a big hockey guy he's probably like eight years 41 million that's a bargain uh well not in hockey terms it's not because mcdavid's like the highest player in the league and what's his contract worth per season not much compared to other sports like star players tatis is out here getting like 340 million dollars And McDavid's hands down the best player in hockey. He doesn't even come close to that on an annual, like, per year. I know Eichel's is 10 a year. Um, McDavid's might be 12.5. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's not how, like, NHL's, like, pay is compared to the other sports. Yeah. So I, so I guess me and Joe are both kind of split on the Ryan Nugent Hopkins thing. Like, we don't love it, but we don't hate it. Absolutely hate it, but definitely – I wouldn't have done it. Eight years is too long. Yeah. We're both on the <laughs> – it's not It's not ideal, but I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so let's talk about some awards. Yesterday, there were some awards handed out. Joe hit me immediately with some hate mail and i didn't even tell him what part of the argument i liked he was just he just assumed that i was on the other side i guess this man was personally attacking me um 
So let's just go with the ones that I think we we agree on first. All right, so number one, Connor McDavid won the Hart Trophy, which if you're a noob to this, is the MVP. He was the second ever player to do it unanimously. He had 100 of the first place votes. Did you think there was any shot once he had the 100 point mark that there was even going to be a competition for this award? No, not at all. No. Yeah, just nice and short to the point. No, it's just no. He's the best player in the league. He's going to win this. Look, I feel this way with the NBA, with LeBron James for the past like 12 years. And I'm sure the people in the 90s felt the same way with Michael Jordan, you know, like they should, once they roll out of bed, like just give them the MVP award because it's like clearly evident that they're the best player in the league. And right now for hockey, that's Connor McDavid. He should win the Hart Trophy next year. He should win the Hart Trophy the year after that. He should win the Hart Trophy the year after that. And just keep going until he gets injured or someone puts up like 160 points. Because realistically, that's what it's going to take to beat him. He just put up 100 plus points in 56 games. That's insane. Yeah, yeah that's nuts. Too bad uh team sucks. <laughs> Listen, Joe. We're <laughs> we're not here to flame the Edmonton Oilers, all right? We're trying to talk about Connor McDavid. Uh, uh not yet. Very, but very, do you do you agree with that? Cuz that's kind of how I look at Sorry, that was not a pleasant sight for the video audience there. Um that's kind of how I look at awards. Like the way I measure value is just like if I picked up that player and took him off your team, like I'm at, the Oilers aren't really that good with him on the team. Can you imagine how terrible they would be if he wasn't there? Yeah, exactly. That's what, like if he if he went on to like literally any team in the East in like the Eastern Division, they'd win the Cup. Like any team, and honestly, the Central Division, I feel like they'd have a better like good chance of winning the Cup. Like he's just that type of player. I, he's like LeBron. And then right sure. now at Edmonton, he can't even get out of the first round. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, not not in that way, but being able to carry teams, I'd say. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Well, you need a goalie. Yeah. So it ain't great. Um, but all right, next award. Sorry, I got an update that the Yankees just uh, knocked Shohei Otani out of the game first inning. Yeah, he got. I'm pretty sure he got rocked. He got rocked. He did. Uh, all right, Calder Trophy, Kirill the Thrill, Kaprizov, my boy. So hit us with some stats, Joe. Do you think he deserved it, number one? And two, secondary question. Apparently, contract talks have gone cold with Kaprizov. Do you think he stays yeah. in Minnesota? His contract is up. Um, I mean, I hope he stays in Minnesota. I mean, like, I feel like you waited this long to come to the NHL. He's 24. You want just one rookie of the year? Like, why would you just want to leave and go to the KHL? Like, KHL's whack, in my opinion. Like, like just to show you, like, this is where you want to be. I don't care why you'd be anywhere else. So, do you think he deserved yeah. the award? Um, yeah, I'd say he deserved the award. He had more goals, like six more points, and like five, uh, four or five more games played than Jason Robertson. But I, I don't know. I just felt like Jason Robertson being twenty-one having. 45 points to what Kaprizov's 51 in like five less games played. I mean, I feel like it should have got more attention. That's just me, though. 
Alright, well, fill some, fill some people in here that are, maybe we have some hockey casuals who they have no idea what you're talking about. Who is Mr. Robertson? Jason Robertson's a 21-year-old forward for the Dallas Stars. He put up 17 goals, 29 assists, and 46 points, plus 13 in uh, 51 games this season at us a 21-year-old, but what do you get, like one first-place vote? He just got one. Kaprizov had yeah. 99 of them. <laughs> but Kaprizov's 24. I don't know. I just feel like age has a lot to do with it and, like, experience. But, I mean, I, I thought he was going to win it. I believe that. I just thought that, like, it would have been closer. Closer. So, I think one thing that Kaprizov did that's, like, not measurable on stats – was he made the Minnesota Wild like an electric team to watch? Yeah, like he took them to another level. Like when he was at, like I, I'm, in, I'm out here in the middle of winter watching the Minnesota Wild play like whatever. Pick a random team, you know, the St. Louis Blues. I don't care about either one of these teams. I just want to watch this guy play, and I think <laughs> that's part of it. Cause like, who's the most relevant player Minnesota's had in the past like ten seasons? Um, Zach Parise. Um, Ryan Suter was pretty good. Yeah. Ryan Suter was actually a stud for a while. Um. Danny Heatley, maybe. Danny Heatley also, yeah. Koibu, but like, Ryan Suter is a defenseman, so if you're not like a diehard NHL guy, like, no one really turns on the game to watch Ryan Suter play like 25 minutes and just stick check people. Like, so, all right. (laughs) I mean, he's amazing. Like he was amazing at one point. Don't get me wrong, but no one's turn- tuning in to watch him do that. Like Kaprizov was electric. I mean, yeah, I agree. His nickname is Kirill the Thrill. People, come on. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> come on. Um, but listen, I hope he does stay. Apparently, he doesn't want to sign an eight-year deal. I guess which is similar to what Nugent Hopkins just signed. Um, I wouldn't want to be in Minnesota for eight years either. Yeah, I think he wants a short-term deal. I'm pretty sure he's an RFA, so another team could get hand him an offer, but Minnesota could match it. So, like, yeah. I don't know. If I was another team, I would just give him, like, a one-year deal, yeah, let Minnesota hurt. match, and then he'll just be a UFA next year, and then you could be like, all right, here's the money. Yeah, and see if Minnesota does anything in the offseason to do anything, put something around him if they don't. Peace. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine coming from Russia and you end up in Minnesota, which is the literal middle of nowhere? Yeah, but I, f- I feel like hockey's big there out of, like... Oh, it's any, big like, there. Most... Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel like... They're probably used to it, honestly. I feel like Russia is a lot of shit in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and it's cold sometimes. It is cold. It is cold. So, a lot of similarities, so honestly, it's probably a good spot to be for him. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about it that way. As someone who's a suburban Long Island guy, like there's 27-11s in like a 30-foot radius from my house, I could not imagine yeah. having to drive more than 10 minutes to like get milk and bread. But I, <laughs> either that or listen, maybe I don't, I've never been to Minnesota. I don't know. I'm just assuming it's in that part of the country where there's like zero population at all times. So if you're from a, if you're from Minnesota and I'm totally wrong about that, please let me know. I'd be willing to accept whatever criticism comes with that, but. To me, anything west of, like, Pennsylvania and anything east of, like, Utah is just, like, a town and then a road for, like, 40 miles and, like, one other house. So, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. Uh, Let's move on, though. Okay. 
Uh, the Vesna Trophy, Mark Andre for Mark Andre Fleury. All right, so I'll give you some stats on him real quick. He had. Oh, you're ready, Joe. Goals allowed oh, under man. two, very high save percentage. Uh, just some other miscellaneous stats. Fourth most playoff wins in NHL history. Third most shutouts in NHL history. Third on the all-times win list. I know those don't play into his per-season, um, you know, voting for the trophy. But I just want to throw that in there. It's the first time he's ever won the Vesna Trophy. Uh, he beat out Andre Vasilevsky from the Tampa Bay Lightning, who's currently in the Stanley Cup final. So, do you think Flurry deserved this one? Well, when I looked at NHL's.com stats, I didn't think he did. And then I looked at like every other website stats, <laughs> and I think he did. For some reason, NHL stats just have Vasilevsky as the better player. But yeah, and I mean, Vasilevsky was like the favorite all throughout. Um, mostly towards the end of the year, I felt like. So I was pretty surprised, honestly. But I, th I thought Flower played really well this season, deserved it. So He did. Uh, I know this is the guy you attacked me on yesterday. Before I could even say anything, you were just like, this is ridiculous. Vasilevsky is like going off. And then I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like I'm watching this video about it. I don't think, I don't know. Like I don't know if you're wrong or the video is wrong. Then I checked the internet and I'm like, dude, what is he looking at? Like, I'm just trying to figure out if I'm not reading the chart right. And then leave it to the NHL that their own website, their own league official website, does not provide accurate statistical information on its own player. You can't make it up. Yeah, when I first hopped on, you were like, what Like, what are you looking at? I was like, what do you mean, what am I looking at? Like, it's the league stats on the website. Like, I was so confused, but yeah. Congrats to Flory, first time in his long career. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and then the last one here. Oh, sorry, what'd you say? I never really thought he, like, I feel like he's been really turning up on Vegas. I feel like when he played on Pittsburgh, like, his last, like, four or five years, I really thought he was, like, on his last, like, legs. I thought, like, Vegas probably gave him, like, new life or something. I was going to say, I think Pittsburgh thought that also because they let him go in the expansion draft. Yeah, and he's kind of. It sucks. He just won goalie of the year. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> and he's been really good <laughs> since Tristan he got there. Yard, uh, Tristan Yar, you can't save the puck if it's shot over his shoulders. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck. That is true. Um, last yeah. award here, Norris Trophy, Adam Fox. All right, so he's a Ranger. We're Islander guys. I'm just going to go out and say we the way the trophy is given out is – Probably he should have won it because they look for offensive players. But Joe is going to tell us why. <laughs> Something needs to change with the formula here for the Norris Trophy. Just like the best defenseman in the league. Like, he wasn't. He wasn't the best defenseman. He he was good at scoring points. I think he deserved the trophy because the trend the last few years is like what defenseman could do the most with scoring or put the puck in the net the most. So, like, props to him. But, like, defensive like defenseman like defensive stat that's he wasn't he was his numbers weren't up there with like top five top i don't even, i don't know about top 10 but props to him good for him i guess fuck the rangers up <laughs> so he had 47 points he led all defensemen in assists he had 42 he was second in power play assists 21 third in power play points 23 played about 24 minutes a night uh he was a plus player for the Rangers. 
But what I think Joe is getting at here is it's the best defenseman award, and they just give it to the best offensive defenseman. Exactly. So do you think there should be, like, a separate award, like one that Adam Fox maybe should win because he's the best offensive defenseman, and then one, like, for a defensive defenseman? Or do you think the, the trophy has to be reworked to incorporate both sides equally? Or, like, what do you think? Honestly, me, like, I just feel like that's, like, two trophies. I feel like that's just, like, a whole drag for, like, offensive defenseman, defensive defenseman. But, like, I just feel like the league does it because, like, no one wants to, like, give the award to a defenseman with, like, 20 to 30 points. But, like, no one, like, wants to, like, sco- like go down his side or, like, shoot again, like, score on him. Like, I feel like that's, like, boring and, like, the league doesn't really want that. Like, they just want to, like, promote their players that are good, like, star type that makes sense and adam fox is a good player he's a good player for the rangers this year yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. but it's weird because he's like i mean this is i don't know because i don't live outside of new york but like even in new york this guy's got not not getting like a ton of hype like the way uh, you would the way you would think he uh, would though he was top 15 in like M- mvp voting well i know but that's by people that actually know what they're talking about yeah, you're right. Like, I feel like if you're not a diehard, like, hockey fan, you might not even know who that is. Like, obviously, Ranger fans oh, yeah. do, but, like, other people? Yeah. No. yeah Probably I, not. Right. It's only his second year, though, to be fair. Well, that's what I mean. So, I think that's part of what you're saying. The NHL is trying to promote their young players. He's definitely yeah. a good young player. And with him having the offensive season that he did, like, it makes a lot of sense for them to vote him to this award. Yeah, exactly. And like Cal McCarr second, like same, like it's like same the same thing. trend. Yeah. Yes. Cal McCarr is really good though. Yeah, I do. I enjoy watching Cal McCarr play for sure. Do you think if he played more games, he would have got more votes? Because he did miss yeah, out on a handful of games, yeah. which I think would have hurt him. You think he would have yeah, won? If it. he played the full season, he would have won it. I'm so positive he would have won it. Well then. Played on best team in the league come on Tim that Play is with true Case. my boys Colorado Avalanche probably a fucking traffic cone because the Rangers organization has no depth <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's a tough transition but we're gonna try it so <laughs> yeah you really left me hanging with that one I'm not gonna lie but that's all right the people here just have a conversation the way me and Joe try to set it up same thing with me and Keith it's just like, you know, you go meet two guys at a bar or whatever, and you're just chit-chatting about sports. So hopefully that's the way it comes up. And, you know, there's always that guy at the bar that doesn't think that someone deserves something else, and then you get into a big sports argument over it. So if you're one of those Ranger fans listening, you're probably, like, got about to go off. And that's what we're trying to do. Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm saying it wasn't the best defensive defenseman. Yes, wasn't the best okay. Defense. The award is flawed. Gotcha. Was not. <laughs> Um, obviously we have the Stanley cup going on right now. Game two is tonight. Um, so Joe, what did you see from game one? What is your outlook on the rest of the series? I know you told me you have money on the Canadians. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would do that, but well, that, was, that was after a heartbreaking game seven loss. I was just really just frustrated. And then, you know, watching uh, the Canadians lose five, one, the first game, it hurts. It hurts to <laughs> like be like oh i'm probably gonna lose money just be like "Ah, i might but like honestly like i've never given montreal credit i feel like 
through the season. Like I was like, even the last podcast, I was like, no way they win two games in a row. They won two games in a row and moved on. That sucks. But <clears throat> so like, I'm just hoping that like they prove me wrong and just win. Like, All right, you're you trying know? some reverse psychology on them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I feel you. I feel you there. Uh, listen, mm-hmm. so there was a really good Nikita Kucherov stat that was going around the internet here. So he is only one of three players in NHL history to have scored 30-plus points in consecutive postseasons. The other two yeah. players are Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. So what does that say about how dominant Kucherov is? Um, shows that he really shows up in the playoffs. And, yeah, it's, it's about it. He's kind of really good player. Really, really good player. Where would you put him it. in terms of uh, like best players in the league? Like McDavid's one, I, th- I would assume, right? Okay. Yeah, obviously. Is he number two? No. No. I put um. Three or three, four or five, one or the other. All right. Who do you one have two? Probably McKinnon. Okay. All right, that's reasonable. I don't know. I just feel like when Kucherov's healthy, he's like, he takes that team to another level. Yeah, but he's also on a team with like another five All Stars. This is true. Yeah, can't deny that. But, yeah, so like, I like, I won't take anything away from like, yeah, obviously, like when he's on, he's on, like probably what like is yeah top two, top three best players in the league. But like, he, he has his off days, and the team struggles when he struggles. So, yeah, and. He's playing with like Braden Point, Steven Samkos, Victor Hedman, Andre Palat, Alex Kalorn. Yeah. That's left. Kalorn's hurt tonight, so I'm yes. hoping Montreal like takes advantage of that. That'd be huge. <laughs> How about Tampa Bay sports right now, though? Rays first place. Oh. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like literal All Star team. Tampa Bay Lightning, really good. That's bullshit. It's literally Tom Brady could literally pick any fucking place in the world to form a fucking. Super fucking team, super team uh, for football, and he picks fucking Tampa. It's like, all right, so Boston just won the 2010s. Let's watch Tampa win every fucking trophy in the 2020s now. Such bullshit. Damn, it sounds like I got to get Joe Wilson on the uh, football podcast here. I didn't realize that you were that sensitive to Tom Brady. <laughs> no, I just, I'm, uh, I just never like. Obviously, he's the goat. Yeah, just uh, fuck Tom Brady. Yeah, it's a New York thing. Yeah, it is a New York thing. Yeah, you guys are really insecure about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know. whenever you want. So let's just pick apart the Jets and make every fan feel like a piece of shit. It's fine. Yeah, no, I feel yeah. you. I feel you. Uh, but look, I think that wraps it up in terms of hockey stuff we got going on. Uh, so game two, like I said, is tonight. By the time you listen to this, game two might have happened already. But either way. All the information is still relevant previous to this. Me and Joe are going to monitor what happens with the Stanley Cup. Because obviously by the time we record next week, it literally might be over. (laughs) So we're kind of going to see what happens here. But like we said at the beginning, if you like the episode or the show, make sure you subscribe on YouTube to the channel. Like the video. Watch the video. You know, hit play and then walk away. Whatever. I don't care. Just get on the video. If you're an Apple Spotify guy, yeah, exactly. If you're an Apple Spotify guy, rate, review, follow, subscribe, etc. 
Check out the website, beatbrands.com. Written content is there, as well as the podcast. Um, and follow Beak Brands on social media. All right, so me and Joe will be back, TBD. Um, and until then, enjoy the 4th of July. Thank you.